Welcome to Turn to Your Neighbor. This is the Christian Talk Show, where we talk about the church, music, movies, social media, and a whole lot more. My name is Cliff, and this is Big Dre. What's up, man? Man, I'm going to get this down. Bam, there it is. What up, baby? What up, neighbor? Yo, I need some lotion, bro. That, that shot looked a little ashy right there. <laughs> you need lotion for your shot. Yo, lotion like, for your, uh, for your yeah. shot. And then, and okay. then look, you know, my hands are not ashy. It's just shining right now. The light I'm under is not really giving me what I need right now. But hey, man, it's good to be here. How you doing, brother? I am doing good. I can't complain. I, I can't am, complain. Uh, like the old saints say, I am so happy to be in the land of the living. Once again, amen. Once again. Amen. Yeah, so um, I don't know about you, but that that notice that non-notification demon is still showing his ugly head. I didn't get one, but apparently the neighbors did because we got neighbors in here. We got but some neighbors in. I did not get notification. I don't. Um, I don't have one either. Do we need to resubscribe? I don't know. Maybe because no, that can't be it. No, I, and and so on, I got all able to broadcast the show. All live videos. It says it's in here. I think like, but the neighbors that are here are ones that are usually here. I think they just know somewhere around nine o'clock is going to come on. No, I saw a neighbor that that's not you. Yeah, I forgot the forgot the gentleman's name. Um, okay. Uh, well, a name I have not seen before. Shout out to. Kamani Myers. I'm, I'm sorry okay. if I mispronounce your name, but shout out. Not, Where are you name I don't usually name see, but shout out to I believe is a brother based on the, the profile pic. Um, good to have you with us. Good to have you all the neighbors. Neighbors, do me a favor right now and share, share, share. Uh, so we can get more people up in the neighborhood. We appreciate all of you who have joined us live on tonight. And shout out to all the neighbors that are watching and listening on demand. We still got love for y'all too. Don't be a stranger. You can join us live if your schedule allows. Yo, I look good on YouTube, bro. I'm just saying. If I could get YouTube's clarity with Facebook's interface, bro, we going to the next level. We going to, because you the, the messaging on YouTube is trash. Yeah, and that's yeah, why we have, na- we have yeah. neighbors who actually prefer to watch on YouTube because they can put it on their television. Mm-hmm. But they can't really comment over yeah. there because there's nobody else is commenting with them. And, and the and, comments aren't threaded though in YouTube. It's just right. a stream of comments. Like you can't reply to someone else. Like the neighbors can't. Yeah. You know how they they had their own. Had they they have their own show. They they, they can't do. have their own show in the YouTube comments like they do in the Facebook comments. They're absolutely not here for us at all. But we appreciate any which way. Let me give a special shout out to my man Mac. Mac is on TikTok, y'all. Mac's on TikTok, and what he's doing on TikTok. Is just up there putting the freshes of whatever he's barbecuing that day. Okay. And as soon as I find out Mac's address in real life, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up, and I'm going to come when I'm not invited. And it's going to be interstate travel. But I'm going to make sure there's a piece of meat on the grill that day because he put it on the top. And I'm going to just show up what I think should be done. And I'm going to sit in his driveway till I get some, and I'm going home. That's what's going to happen. So, you Mac, I just want you to know, I'm, I'm coming for whatever you cooking. That's all I'm saying. We can make a pilgrimage to Max next summer. Yo, yo can we do a lot? Yo, a live broadcast from Max. From Max house. Mac, what's your Wi-Fi situation like? Play? Can we make this happen, Mac? We going to talk off the air. I need to know what your Wi-Fi situation is like. We need to have a, a pilgrimage to Max, where we and then have him chefing it up 
and sipping on whatever he's sipping on and attend, uh, every now and then give him a mic, it's going to go sideways real quick. <laughs> yes, the TTYN BBQ. And if y'all want to come, if you have, I think Mac's in the tri-state area, correct? I don't know where Mac's at. Mac, we're going to put you up. Mac, you in Jersey? Where's Mac in Jersey? I don't know. South Jersey, I believe so. South Jersey. Okay. Well, if y'all are near South Jersey at the time we decide to do this, we'll shoot you Mac's address. (laughs) Um, And y'all can pull up too. I hope hope Mac's wife not listening. We just inviting ourselves over the house. Uh, Miss Mac, Mrs. Mac, uh, hello. My name is Dre. Um, I'm coming through for some barbecue. That's what's happening. And it's going to be good stuff. And whatever Mac is sipping on, because he always has something dark in his glass. That's all I'm going to say. Amen, amen. Amen. You ready to get to it? Let's go, bro. All right. So, the big story uh, of this past week. Sister Kim Burrell went on TV. She went on, I don't know if you saw the clip, she was on the Tamron Hall show. Let me hear what Kim got for to those say. Of you, for those of you neighbors who don't know, earlier, uh, a few months ago, Kim Burrell was um, singing. We talked about it in the middle of, you know, we had took, taken the break and we came back for a show and then we took a break again. So it was in the midst of all that. We actually did it on the on the comeback show, the, the brief um, mm-hmm. comeback show. Uh, Kim Burrell was, uh, at the time she was at Brian Carnes church or she was at something for Brian Carnes. And um, she was singing. And instead of, like, I have always recommended. <laughs> like you always say. Recommend singers, choir directors, soloists, whoever worship leader, just sing the song. Of course, just, just do your job. Yeah, just get up there and sing. And God, God, God blesses. God loves you. We all good. No, she had to have words. She had to have comments. So, uh, in case y'all forgot, she went on this this um, this extended streak of comments that referenced PPP loans and calling people ugly and trailer parks and mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff that some people found offensive and she t- called people churches cheap and maybe y'all can afford me and maybe that's why some of y'all don't like me huda, huda, huda. i don't yeah. like you because i really don't like your voice and i think your attitude is stank so how about that but i'm gonna be quiet now so um i don't i was never expecting something like this to happen but she ended up on the tamron hall show recently i'm not sure when this actually was taped but it aired uh sometime okay. last week on the tamron hall show and Tamron talked about that incident with Kim. And they talked about, you know, the things she said. And basically, Kim did not apologize for saying those specific things. She apologized if what she says hurt hurt someone. So she has no regrets of saying it. She apologized mm-hmm. for hurting people. So mm-hmm. you could take it with you will. Take uh listen, you can receive it how you want to. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> right. Tongue tied today. But so the interesting thing, the clip that went viral is that Kim starts talking about how people in the industry have kind of distanced themselves from her because of the comments that she made. And I think not only the comments she made at Brian Carnes church, but if you remember a couple years ago, the comments she made yeah. at her own church about the LGBT community that called yes. her not to appear on Ellen um, when that song Victory, I think the name of the song was out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I now... From the interview, I heard some of that kind of got lumped together. Some of the the aftermath of both of those things kind of got lumped together. But basically, she was saying that people in the industry, people she called her friend, had kind of distanced themselves from her because of what she said. Mm -hmm. And so one of the people she called out was Yolanda Adams, of all people. Uh, So here is a clip 
of uh, Kim Burrell kind of calling out Yolanda Adams. Now, this is this is a video of a video, neighbor, so it's a little grainy. Because um, if, if I'd have tried to pull a more original video, uh, we might have got taken down. So hopefully, immediately. This, hopefully, this video of a video uh, will keep us on. I want y'all to check this out. This is Kim Burrell talking about um, being having her friends in the industry distance themselves, uh, including, um, she mentioned Yolanda Adams by name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, yo the, cast, the, right. the cast in the happened? comments is a while and already. <laughs> Richard Bullock, yo, your, your friends are wild, dog. dog. Now, now you know why I am the way I am. Okay. Check this. <laughs> All right, here we go. The little bit more that I will share is some of the names that you called. Um, I was far more disappointed than I was surprised that they had something negative to say. I was disappointed because we've all shared the same stage and background, back rooms and green rooms. And some of their public display and conversation is somewhat opposite of what it is behind stage. I'm not going to do to them what they did to oh, me. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't talking about that. Talking to I am, though. I'm no, talking about their ability to be negative toward a name that they built up for so many years. And, and that's disheartening because especially when people can call you, I would have much preferred, especially dealing with gospel, uh, Yolanda Adams, who we're both from Houston, Texas, to pick up and step on and say, hey, I have a career to save, and I can't agree with, with your stance right now. I need to say something different to my public. So I'd rather, um, I would have preferred that to call and say, we've been in the gospel game too long together, and this is negative. This is this looks really, really bad. So I'm not going to be able to affiliate with you. I, was, I would have respected it and said, hey, do what you got to do, but at least we have an understanding. Well, I mean, and let me be clear here. Yolanda is a friend of mine as well. Good. But I am also from Texas. Oh, okay. And I did not want to turn this into a, because I don't know what happened behind the scenes. What I was asking if you wanted more time for, you said there was more of a backstory to what you said on the pulpit, not the interpersonal relationships of two people that you're now here with me and another person I care about. But I know someone who does care about you and wants in on this conversation. The, the so as you can hear and see, uh, Kim tried to, the, the whole conversation was supposed to be about Kim and her comments and other things. But Kim said, oh no, I'm going to rope in other people. I'm going to start naming names into this whole thing. And Tamron Hall, being a friend of Yolanda Adams, was not here for that. She said, what you're not going to do, you're not going to mention my friend because we cool. I'm not, not going to say my this, this is about you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, we all have, have that person, person in our, in our lives. lives. That, that are friends, friends with, us, with us at younger, younger points, points in our life, life. Mm -hmm. and then, and then as, as we mature, mature sometimes, sometimes we have to distance, distance ourselves, ourselves. Because, because for various, various reasons, they become, become messy. messy. She, she is, Kim Burrell is, is that, that messy friend. friend. We, we have to distance ourselves, ourselves from her, and other people, other people have, to, have to too. She's bad, She's bad for business. And she, and she just doesn't, doesn't seem like a seem great, like a great person, person overall. Okay, okay Trey, has, Trey a has a neck. Let me see if I can do something to fix that. Hold on. All right, all right. We'll, but but it, it, we're figuring we're that, figuring out, that my out, people. out, my people. I'm going to be quiet until, until then. But you know what? But, you my, know what, what I'm saying, what I'm so saying good. is so good. You should hear, you should it, hear it twice. Am I back? Okay. I'm can back. you hear me now? There's no echo. I think I'm back. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we're good. Good stuff. But I respect Tamron saying, hey, you're not going to do this on my show. You're not going to sit here and be messy. Uh -huh. But 
she has just become just the the epitome of messiness and i don't understand what her reasoning is behind it it's like you know it's hurt people hurt people and it's it, she just seems to be hurt in a way that people don't understand she just wants to hurt people all the time through what she's saying and what she's doing so i i don't know i don't know. god bless her clearly she has a side of her of the story to tell so she had her she has her side to tell that we've never really heard and right. i don't well well let me let me back let me walk that back a little bit we she has tried to release a statement an apology and then another statement on top of that and uh, a lot of people have commented before that it doesn't sound like she had anyone assisting her with these statements. <laughs> she has no, she didn't, uh, and then these people who have media training, they right. said, you could tell she didn't get any media training or get anyone to help her with these statements. And so now she's getting a chance to kind of tell her side. And uh, if you listen to the whole thing, they, they reference, we don't have time to get into all that. Like Kim references that. And at, some, at one point, Tim was like, oh, we got time. We'll, we'll, we'll make time. <laughs> <laughs> she's interesting because it seems as if she's doing a lot of non-apologizing apologizing mm -hmm. and she doesn't seem to really care and so i don't know maybe she's just that financially good where she doesn't care or she maybe maybe she doesn't hear herself or maybe she just believes she's right on everything and everybody else is just so wrong and so i don't know man it's just she, she she's becoming like Kanye, man. She just irks me. If you if you listen to the beginning of this interview, um, she tries to and uh, she tries to justify the whole statements that she made at Brian Carnes Church at Pastor Carnes right. Church. She tries to justify them by saying they are church vernacular. They're the language of people who hang around the church. So if no. you have been in the church, I, I'm, I'm just telling you what she said. Okay. She's saying if I'm you sorry. Been, it's okay. It's okay. If you if she 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 tries to play it off like if you have um if you have been around church as long as I have, you hang around church, there's a certain way we talk. And so people who hang around church know that kind of lingo. Now, yes, I will say that if you're a church kid, a church person, church head, do we do have a certain language in the black church that we understand? Very I'm true. not I'm not saying that what she said was part of that language. I think has anything to do with it. Yeah, I think as it relates to her comments at Pastor Carr's church, I think she was trying to come off as slightly funny and entertaining, and it just mm -hmm. didn't land. And any comedian will tell you that sometimes the jokes don't land and they bomb. It happens. But she's just and but her jokes went to the point of people found them offensive. Right. She her she's a mean comedy. That's yeah. what her like there's yeah. some people who do that. It's a cutting comedy. Um it's very tough to do that when you're also trying to mix mix in and speak about and sing about the love of Christ afterwards. And it just doesn't click and she keeps on trying to do it and she should really just stop. And every comic knows there is a time when people are expecting your comedy and then there's a time when that's not expected. Yeah. So when you're up there to sing a song, like I always say, just get up there and sing. You're supposed to be ministering and you want to bring comedy. People, A, are not expecting that. And it's easier for them to get offended if they're not expecting you to be in that mode. Now, right. if, so let's say uh, pick any Christian comedian. If they said these same types of stuff at, on during their Christian comedy set, like, so Kevin on stage, you're talking about him, like, if Kevin on stage yeah. would have said, he wouldn't have said that. But if he would have said that, it would have it would have landed differently because, oh, this is him in comedy mode trying to be funny. I'm at his show. I'm not at a service where you're about to sing worship.
It is the person. I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's the source of the information. Yeah. If Steve Harvey would have told those same jokes, there would have been ha-has. Like, you can't afford me. Like, that's part of his personality now. He's rich. Yeah. He's doing his thing. And he cuts at people. Yes. If you yeah. out there, once again, supposed to be ministering, that's not your gig. So God bless her, though. Yeah. So, uh, Sister Kim, God bless you. And the unfortunate <laughs> thing, the, the, the unfortunate thing in all of this is her comments in, I believe, some people's mind is starting to overshadow her talent and her gift. Kim Burrell used to be known as one, and she still is, one of the baddest singers. And she definitely is. gospel, if not walking the earth, period. And now she's starting to get more recognition for these comments than for her actual gift and talents. And that's a shame. Right. I love what your sister said. Comedian versus evangelist is the difference. Yes. Yeah. Kim Burrell. Kim Burrell. <laughs> they brought in Kim Burrell to sing happy birthday to Beyonce. Beyonce cried. Like like that. She was a singer singer. She And she still is for many people. Like I said, she will extend one word for 15 minutes, and I don't like that style. But, you know, every, a lot of other people do. People who sing much better than I do and know much more about yeah. music. So, But God bless her. Keep doing what you do. Well, don't 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 keep doing what you do. Go sit down somewhere. <laughs> I, I want to talk about a bomb Kim Burrell song. That's what I want to talk about. When's the last time she put out music? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and her there music, we go. Her music is a... I, I wish she was connected with better songwriting to match her talent. Yes. I, I don't think she has been. Um, I think now whoever, it, whether it's her or whether you're bringing in more other people, I wish she was connected to better songwriting just overall because her talent is outstanding. Songwriting, with the songs, not all her songs, um, her, her songs don't match her talent in my opinion. The last thing I remember yeah. about her is when she brought out the Sexy Gospel album. And she was in linen and the, on the, the cover. On the the cover bed. Had, I don't know where she was at. She was oh, on the beach. She was the video. Well, she was doing a bit much. From my old side, I did a video about this. She was in fishnet stockings. <laughs> she was in fishnets. I I, re, yes. I, re, I did a video. I remember. It, it, yes. I think I took it down. It might have still been YouTube. I took it down. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for the second week in a row, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye to a member of the Christian slash gospel community um brother keith wonderboy johnson recently passed away um uh, keith brother johnson was 50 um and now if you look online to, to figure out the cause of his death it's kind of mixed some, there are some places that say it's a car accident some places say he died at home so not really sure the exact cause of his death that's but an extreme difference that is an extreme difference okay I mean, but those are two kind of common causes of death. So, I mean, you, you, throw, a, you throw a dart at one, maybe you hit the right Something one. Something going to stick, right. Yeah. But unfortunately, brother uh, brother Keith Wonderboy Johnson, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Keith Wonderboy Johnson is a award-winning, highly accomplished um, gospel singer in the quartet genre. Uh, I remember thinking, and he's 50 now, so like 20 right. years ago when I saw him, I was like, oh, a younger looking brother sings quartet? Like, right. I had associated quartet with only dudes over at the time over 50 when I was like a teenager and stuff. I'm like, this is kind of cool. But Brother Johnson has multiple Stella Awards, multiple Dove Award nominations. Um, but, you know, he will definitely be missed by the gospel community. A legend in the game, most definitely. Um, hey, God bless him. Bless his family. Any loved ones that definitely he leaves behind even more than a musical legacy just as a person. 50s young man it's like as i get older mm -hmm. it's like you realize just how young these numbers are 
There's yeah. a lot of life left to live. And so a, a lot, yeah. A lot of us listening to this are closer to 50 than we are to 20. <laughs> a lot. A yeah, lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to break it to y'all. But you can tell, you can tell the the impact someone had by how their peers respond to their passing. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you've probably seen, many of us have seen tons of gospel artists or IG and Twitter and Facebook just kind of have kind words about uh, Brother Keith. I'm going to read James Fortune said, my brother Keith Wonderboy Johnson was the first person to take me under his wing and teach me on the road. This hurts. Rest in heaven, my brother. So that's just one of many sentiments that people had about Brother Johnson. May he rest in peace. I'll tell you, that picture you're using right there, that suit jacket is saying something to me, though, brother. He is doing something with that suit jacket. And what was that? Argyle? Well, that's what I think is fresh. Go ahead. You know, quartet singers got to be a certain kind of clean. <laughs> a certain <laughs> kind of clean. There, there is clean, and then there's quartet clean. Quartet clean. It's a whole different thing. So, it's uh, like, rest in Quartet clean is like a half a step below casket crisp. You know what I'm saying? But they're all very close to one another. It's in the same genre, you know, quartet clean right there. But hey, man, God bless his family. God bless everybody. And I just pray blessings upon them during this time. Most definitely. Hey, hug your loved ones, man. Hug your loved ones every chance you get. Tell your people that you love them. Like actually use the words. It's a real thing. Yeah. You know, the, the saying is true. You never know when your day is come. When the Lord Don't shall know. call you. You never know. All right. There's no pretty segue, so we're just going to move right on. Switch. Rest in, peace, rest in peace to Brother Keith. There was a study by the Barna Research Group. For those who don't know, Barna Research is a Christian research group, and they conducted a study uh, recently. And basically, this study says that uh, white Christians have become less motivated to address racial injustice. Okay. Now you can go to Barna.com and your neighbors and go to Barna.com to, to read up the study. But the bottom line is, so um, one of the questions that the respondents were asked, and they, they interview white, black uh, Christians from all races. One of the questions that the respondents were asked was, do you think our country has a race problem? And the percentage of people who say the country definitely has a race problem for 20, and this was done in 2020, 33% of white brothers and sisters believe the country has a race problem. 30, I'm sorry, there, 30% of white brothers and sisters that identify as Christians. Now, to, right. give, con, to give context, of people who, who don't identify as Christians, 37% believe the country has a race problem. So white, even, white Christians are even lower. Um, uh, some other races, black adults, 81% uh, believe that the country has a race problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, 81% Christians, 70%, 76% non-Christian. Um, of Hispanics, uh, 55% mm-hmm. uh, say definitely have the country has a race problem. 58% uh, of all Hispanics, Christians and non-Christians. Um, mm-hmm. But the the big issue in all this, only 30, 33% of white Christians believe the country has a race problem. This type of thing is interesting because you begin to get into um, different ideologies and different uh, Christian speak. Because I've heard over many a pulpit during these years of reckoning, if you're really looking from like 2019, 2024, is um, the idea of we don't have a race problem. We have a a heart problem. Mm -hmm. People keep on saying this is not about race. Uh, This is about what's in a person's heart. Um, 
and while some of that can be true, it does a neg- it doesn't do a good job of addressing some other issues in which this country is based on um, and built on. So I'm not surprised, especially with some of the clips we've played on here and some of the things that we see. Um, yeah, brother, it's I don't know what to say. I've had a long week, especially around racial stuff. Yeah. So I don't know how hard to go in on this one, but yeah, it's interesting. The unfortunate thing is that the, I would say the majority of the quote unquote power brokers in this country. And now you can define power broker, however you want, whether it's financial, political, whatever. I would probably say the majority of them still or would identify as white Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if anyone, if anyone I, I say it again, if anyone should be looking out for those that are oppressed, it is the people of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so now when you have the majority of people in the, we have people in the Christian faith who are in power, who hold the majority of power in this country, and they're the ones who are supposed to be looking out for the oppressed. And only 33% of Christians, or white Christians, believe that, that we have a race problem. Do you have so do you have a large number of people who should be looking out for the oppressed and should be caring, should at least be speaking on, on this issues, right. and they're not. Mm-hmm. And it leads to a larger problem that we have. Um I don't know how much you want me to add. It, you can add as much as you want. It's one of those things that is frustrating. It is I had an interesting situation where I was actually giving a presentation earlier this week to a group of people. And it was, a, it was a house of students and I was, it was a program. And so I came to them last year because they were having some issues around diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I talked to them about some things that they could do. And they had made some progress inside the house. And then I come back there to follow up with them. And, and so the second, I, this time I'm going to go talk about building, building upon the culture they started to establish inside the house. And <laughs> They walk up to me and like they hit me with the news. Hey, somebody said the N word and so on and so forth about uh, yesterday, and the whole house is getting ready to fall apart. And so it's this is one of I say all that to say this is one of these things that until we get these numbers back online or in a better place, it helps us to understand that this type of thing is never going away. And one of the tough things about it, at least for me personally is trying not to develop fatigue and be desensitized to hearing these types of things and understanding the real life impact of them because it's become such a fact of my life and a fact of many people's lives. It's like, okay, how much energy am I giving to this thing? You know what I'm saying? Or this issue when I know there's just going to be another one. And so it's tough. Yeah, it, oh, definitely tough. Um, and you know, a couple of comments from the neighbors. Max said, "But, um, but racism started with non-colored Christians wanting to preserve their race religion. That's that's you know pretty much how that's the original racism from this country. Mm-hmm. If you look at the history when people came from across the seas and over here, yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna take your land and you're gonna take our religion. <laughs> that's how we're gonna start this. Yes." That, that's pretty much how the country kicked off. It right. kicked off it, 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 unfortunately, it kicked off with Christians 
imposing their will on other people right. when they should not have. It, it, it is it is the our this country's original sin, and yeah. Um, yeah. And, and unfortunately, and you mentioned fatigue, and neighbors saying we are tired. And unfortunately, you have these 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 white brothers and sisters that are on in seats of power, mm-hmm. and they don't do anything. But then we are called on to try to fix and to try to educate mm-hmm. on, on 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 these matters instead of them taking initiative mm-hmm. right. to fix this problem that clearly exists. <sighs> it's definitely frustrating. Yes. Yes. We'll leave Almost. You are going to leave it at that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, not, trying, not to trying to keep this light. I'm not trying yeah. to get you fired. It's not even, it's not even fired. It's honestly a fatigue. It, yeah. It's just, it, it, you just happen to catch me the tough week. Oh, no, no yeah, not, yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. even fired, brother. It's just, it's, it's just fatigue at this one. But, hey, we can keep praying and keep doing the work, um, allowing God to lead us. And, and so, amen. 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 Okay. Last week, we talked about this brother here. Uh, Dante Bo, if you recall, this oh, is the brother. What Dante do? What's Dante do? This is the brother from, so, so in case some neighbors do or don't, do not remember, this is the brother who used to be in Maverick City Music. Maverick City Music officially distanced themselves. They put a pause on their relationship with Brother Bo because he was out here in these internet streets doing things that people probably wouldn't want a worship leader to do. Right. Brother Bo has since released a statement, um, and I'll read the statement, I'll be part of it quickly. And this is a quote. He says, I sincerely apologize for the impact of my behavior and that it has offended many people on the platform we share together. This experience has been a very real reminder of the importance of being incredibly intentional with how I utilize and engage with the tools social media platforms provide. Um, in case, like we said, some of y'all may not know, but uh, Brother Dante Bo came under scrutiny because he posted a video of himself inside a party bus. Well, part of the oh, he posted is, it. I thought he, somebody yes. else posted. No, it. this is what I, this is what I said. You yeah, at the last big show. No, dummy. No, no, none of this stuff. So, anytime you hear about uh, Dante's stuff on social media, we're not talking about leaked content. We're talking about stuff that Dante himself put out. Oh well, Dante's a whole dummy then. We talk. <laughs> We talked about stuff that done. So um, one of the things that uh, this article on ChristianPost.com um, references is that um, he was on a party bus listening to Bad Bunny and dancing to a song with overtly sexual lyrics. He raised his eyebrows at the Grammys after saying he hoped to see openly gay rapper Lil Nas X perform at the awards show. I'm not sure why he wouldn't have seen Lil Nas X perform. is problematic. That's an article. That's another thing. But so... But he's on he's online. Anything like I said about Brother Dante that you hear him do, this was all stuff that he posted. He did not leak. This stuff wasn't leaked. He posted. I'm doing this. I'm turning up. Check this out, Dante. You know Gyro what's interesting? <laughs> <laughs> so I was with some younger believers tonight, as I'm no longer of the younger believer variety. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just an old believer now, but. I was talking about, I said, uh, what is my set? Uh, Bad Bunny is fire, though. Yes, Bad Bunny is so hot in these streets. But okay. I said, yo, I said, what y'all think about Dante? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dante Bo. And they was like, what happened? And so I know the, and I know them, and I know they, they down with Maverick, and they didn't, they didn't even, they didn't even know 
They didn't even okay. know what it, they didn't pay attention to it. So I found that interesting. And at the same time, when I went through some of the things that he had did, and these are young people, a guy who I love, mm-hmm. they all looked at me and said, but we all do that. <laughs> it's like, are y'all distancing some stuff for that? Because like you said, it was really just him turning up the uh, Bad Bunny lyrics um, mm-hmm. and wanting to see um, an artist. What, wanting to see an artist, yes. And so and it was like, unless the other one was like, there was the issue of, you know, the possibility of news floating around out there. That was something um, allegedly that was allegedly. Alleg- yeah, I haven't seen any, but I heard it. So I haven't and seen so he's a good looking young brother. He out here got a little notoriety, got a little cash now. He out here living his life. Um, but yes, as there is the idea of if you are accepting a mantle and you have chosen to live um, very publicly and demonst- uh, demonstrably for God in a certain way, there come certain responsibilities for it. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, it's like interesting. we, like I said last week, there's nothing. Sometimes in the, your position in in the church or in gospel music or Christian music, there are some things that they may not be wrong for the average person to do. You know, they might not be especially a sin to do, but it's just not a good look. Right. If you're in that position. And that's the, I believe that is where he finds himself now. But like I said before, fortunately, I think as a community, we are, we are much more open to extending grace to, to brothers and sisters in these type of situations. Right. Uh, I talk about Leandria, brother, uh, Darrell Walls. So I think he'll, he'll Kirk take a Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people would be against cussing, but mm. we, well, a lot of people cuss anyway. Don't um, cussing his kid out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think we're in a place where, you know, he, I think he, he paused or he, he deactivated some of the social media. I mm-hmm. think with time or any wounds, I don't think, I don't think the, um, the, the fans are wounded, but any, any, any ties that were severed between him and Maverick City, I think they'll eventually be mended. And at some point he'll get back on his, um, his ministry kick. Can you put, <laughs> Can you put uh, Mac Mac's last comment on the screen, brother? Because Mac is out here bugging. To live your life. <laughs> Mac Mac is out here saying, "Live your life, young bro. If you want to make it rain on a hardworking Christian dancer, make it rain." In the oh rain. goodness! <laughs> I don't know if we as a show are promoting that. I just found it hilarious. Well, you just told me to put it up there. So <laughs> yeah, I in some case. <laughs> Maximum I mean, airtime. In some way, that was a promotion. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, it's. I, I have heard multiple people. I, the me people I've tried to talk to about this who are who are like Maverick City heads. Mm-hmm. A lot of them didn't know about it. Yeah, because they like they like Mavs music, but they're not like a really major. When they when you say social media for Mag, uh, Mav, you're not mm-hmm. going on their IG because they're not really giving you nothing. You're going to go on their YouTube stuff, yeah. and so they're like, "I don't know what you're talking about," and I'm still going to listen to his music. So let's keep it moving. <laughs> if we didn't if we didn't do the show, I don't think I would know about it. I wouldn't yeah. be paying attention. So nope. yeah, I mean, I mean, brother, and it's 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 part of what happens when you're in a group and you're not your name is not attached to the name of the group. You're just in among all of them. So a lot of people don't know him personally anyway, or who he is. If he was just Dante Bo solo artist or Dante Mm -hmm. Bo in in celebration or whatever kind of gospel name you want to add at the end, I think it'd be a different story. Hey, I hope, hey, God bless the brother. 
And wherever he chooses to come back, just God bless him. Amen. Amen. All right. So I have this video I want to show you and the neighbors. Oh, um, you gonna hey, get me fired? <laughs> not gonna get you fired. No, this, this one, this one. Oh, I got another one that's that's that would get you fired. That that we're gonna have to do this. Go. I got an after credits video that we're not gonna be part of the main show. But okay. this, yeah, I do have an after credits video. It's for the neighbors. If you so. say it might get me fired, we shouldn't probably. It's play not. It. It's not. It's not get you fired. It's just. It's an after, it's, like I said. It's after credits, so, after so the credits, younger neighbors okay. can be put to bed, or the younger neighbors can log off. Or, you know, parents can ask the younger neighbors to leave the room. But this video right here, uh, this is different. Um, so apparently a church uh, wanted to uh, help single women get spouses. Anytime we start down the road with single women in the church is a bad thing. So this church invited a number of single women to... To put on wedding gowns. We're always messing something up in regards to single women we as are. a church. But here we, here we go. What in, are we doing? In hopes of getting a man. Okay. In hopes of getting a man. So uh, you can check this out and see for what, yourself. What are we I doing, mean, church? You won't get a lot of context in this video. You're just going to actually see the, the ladies. Okay. Um, do it. Go see? Look, you just see the, they just standing around. Um, let me see if there's, I don't think there was audio. Let me see if there's more audio on this. Praying with their wedding gown. It's just a bunch of, and I'll write it back. A couple sisters. Yeah, it's just a bunch of sisters. Just, just standing around in their wedding gown. This is basically brought them in to pray that they would okay. find a husband. All right, can you mute this so I can break it down? Because this sounds. You can hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. Oh, okay. There you go. So, singer sisters praying with their wedding gowns. Uh -huh. Have we gotten to this stage? <laughs> Even the person who posted the TikTok was like, uh, I don't know about this. Hey, it's tough. I, I imagine it must be tough. And if you if that's really here's the thing, unless a uh, bridal gown factory was in some way giving these out, if these women have already purchased these things and they just showed up there like without said partner already in tow and were just praying for one, and you have pre-purchased this wedding gown, that's you in a whole different spot. And God bless you. Why not? Why not put it on and get prayed for in it? Amen. Amen. Like if that's already the spot you are at, um, that bro I want to know where they're at. Cause that brother was like, I'm out of here. Did you see that brother with the uh, shoulder bag? He's like, let me out of this foolishness. Oftentimes when I see people do foolishness, I wonder, do you have anybody in your life that loves you? Right. Because if anyone that's not in this room loved any of these sisters, they would probably say, sis, it's not for you. This is not going to change one thing. Hmm. This is this is not. First of all, he that findeth the wife, findeth the good thing. Uh oh, you gonna get in trouble? Okay, I'm just saying. It's so, biblical. It's biblical. So well, again, but this is not. This is not. They're not trying to find a husband. They're just, according to the caption, they're gathering to pray for a husband. For husbands. Yes. Amen. Uh, you, well, Amen. I mean, 
I mean, the scripture does talk about, you know, make your request known and, and unto the Lord, unto the prayer and supplication. So maybe that's what they're doing. I just don't think it, any woman that I love that's single, I don't think I would allow, I would strongly discourage them from attending such a service. Somebody said y'all voices sound a little like when they're hiding identities on the first 48. Okay, we'll we'll work on that. I'm yeah, sorry I don't know. if we drag in a little bit. I don't um, know why the sound is I, like that. I know I, I can't hear it, but it sounds good, but it sounds a little bit bad on the that end. Um hey man, God bless everybody. Like, like I just I hope they achieve like I don't understand what the goal is after this. Mm-hmm. Like, did they all gather and, and grab hands and say Sierra's prayer together? Like, did you hear about you know Sierra's prayer, right? Sierra's prayer. Yeah. Oh, I know the ladies in the audience know about Sierra's prayer. So this was a prayer allegedly that Sierra wrote and or and said and prayed um post future that brought her to Russell Wilson, allegedly. Okay. Okay, and that's what's being cried. Yeah, man, Sierra's <laughs> prayer is a real thing. Searching, searching on the uh, on the interwebs. See, thank you, Kristen. Thank you for breaking it down. It's a whole thing. Sierra's prayer is a real thing. So maybe they all had a copy up there for prayer. Like, yeah, yeah. It was a, it's like she has a written prayer. It's a real prayer. And other other oh, celebrities man. have joked. Single celebrity, female celebrities have joked and say, "Hey, girls, send me that prayer so I can get whatever you got," because. Ever since she said that prayer and Russell and her got together, his life has just increased a, a 12 million fold. You know what I'm saying? And, and so it's it's all worked out for them it's, ever it's since. A whole, it's a whole lyric video on YouTube about it, too. No, no, it's a real thing. Sierra's prayer. No, is a real no, thing, I know. I'm saying that's what I'm saying, and, and it got mm-hmm. it's got turned into a lyric. Vi- she narrated a video that's on YouTube. Oh, she, oh, she did. As okay. Well. Okay. God bless. But I, but the but the 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 actual lyrics are on are on Google. So like you don't even have to go into a website. It's so if you go to Google and Google Sierra's prayer, the Sierra's actual prayer. lyrics will show up. So this is so, this is definitely a legit thing. So maybe afterwards, that's what they did, and it was part of the festivities. If so, I hope God heard their hearts and I hope they get what they want. Amen. Until then, my sisters, y'all be blessed in who you are and where God has put you in this phase of your life. <laughs> Yo, get Don Abdullah on screen real quick because there is a good point to that. Don Abdullah says, saying scripted words to get a man sounds a little too like voodoo. I'm good. <laughs> Like hoodoo voodoo, yeah. That's, well, that's I'm not I'm not mad. It's I mean, a good point. We I understand what you're coming for there. We we do pray scripted for people who pray the Lord's Prayer. That's scripted, that's in the Bible. I mean, so I mean, you know, it's to, it's not to whatever. attract a lifetime mate, though. It's like so so it's some a little of bit the, different. Some of the lyrics from Sierra's prayer are I pray the next man in my life will be my husband. This is like towards the middle. I'm not reading the whole thing. Uh, right. I pray the next man in my life will be my husband. I pray he loves me, leads me, guides me, reassures me. I pray he holds me. I pray that I have everything I want and need in him. I pray he will love me the way that you love me. Your love is unconditional. You are the way, the truth, and the light. In you, there's hope. Okay. That was the excerpt. Hey, from Sierra, Sierra has a pen. She has writing creds, by the way. Like So I've never actually read the content of the prayer. And so that's the first time me hearing anything. I still say, matter of factly, that of the Sierra and Russell Wilson combination, 
Russell Wilson won on that thing because he upgraded <laughs> his life in a major way. If you're a man, your goal should always be to marry up. <laughs> and he did. Like, that That should be at least four or five rungs. Yeah, that should be your goal. <laughs> Trust me. I'm not here to disparage anybody, but people don't often look at Russell Wilson's first wife. And if you marry, just 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 mm-hmm. say you married. Just always say you married up. No matter what you really yeah. think, just here's a little game. Just always say you married up. Hey, version 2.0, the remix for him on marriages was definitely an improvement. <laughs> oh, yes. That's I'm going to leave that want. there. Yeah. A lot of people uh, don't know Russell Wilson had a first wife. So just I'm going to leave that there. If you just Google Russell Wilson draft day picture or something like that, you will. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to show Terry's comment that we can move on. So Terry says, can you imagine telling your kids this is how you met their mother? <laughs> hey, she prayed for me, and and then she said, "Sierra." Then she hold hands and says, "Sierra's prayer." And by that Tuesday, we had met. Amen. You know, like I wonder if they invite invited men to this because the only man I see is the photographer so far. At some looks, point, he looks. You know, I don't know if like you know the women have their prayer time and then men come in because if a man just showed up, I mean, this could be like the the. This could be really be like I went to a meeting one night and my heart wasn't right. <laughs> but and your mother, but your mother's prayers connected <laughs> guided me on. Yeah, gotta be it. <laughs> That's true. Did they bring any single and eligible men available to that procession as well? If not, then were, were they really trying for you, ladies? Were they really trying? That's all. all right, I'm couple, couple more things before we get out of here. Uh, checked out this interesting church sign i came across um it's almost if it's like is i don't know is snoop dog the church's sign person um yes. The sign, yes for for the audio listeners the sign says jesus is the rizzle for the sizzle i love the thema- the the season the holiday season theme to this jesus is the reason for the season they're already on board with me they're getting their christmas music ready yes. i love what they're doing some people try too hard once again, you and I have talked about previously on this program, there should be a pre-approval process for anyone that goes and does the message board. They should run through a committee each week because some people should be putting stuff out there and embarrassing the whole church because they didn't have prior approval. You know what? I'm sure somebody drove by this sign and said, you know what? This church is fire. I'm about to go in. This sign, <laughs> this sign right here got me. I'm going in. They might have caught an extra offer in that week. Amen. This church gets it. <laughs> they get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to... We have seen uh, preachers carry on like this before. Right. Um, some For some reason, uh, preachers get that, that WWE spirit. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Where they want to get off where they want to get off physical with the brothers. I don't know why they do it. Right. For whatever reason, we get preachers. So here's a preacher who clearly we'll just call it the WWE spirit. I don't know what else it is. So unless some theologian to tell me what what what, in in God would make somebody do this. Check out uh what this brother does um to this other brother. Yeah, I am, 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 I am
So uh, for the audio listeners, we have we have this preacher, and they're in it's a church, it's somewhere, and he's you know where this is at. <laughs> he's he's standing in front of this guy, and then all of a sudden they both just he just throws him to the ground and falls on top of him, and then picks him up. Throws him over, over his, his shoulder, shoulder. Fireman's carry style. Fireman, and then body slams him onto some onto some chairs. About three chairs in the front row. I don't understand why. What anointing <laughs> is this? <laughs> My, <laughs> is he trying to like knock the devil out of him? Like literally knock the devil out of him? And my man done knocked him out of his slides. I was actually impressed by how easily he picked him up and threw him over his shoulder. My other question is this. At what point in time do you, as a person, decide, hey, I don't like the direction the pastor is taking this thing. I'm going to let him stop throwing me around like a rag doll. At some point, you have to take personal accountability. Because the thing is, the brother being thrown around is taller and bigger than the dude throwing, doing the throwing around. And like you just need to stop. This looks like an entire they they choreographed this routine. Nope. <laughs> I don't think some people were prepared though. Some people, oh, watch out. He's just mad at him. What is he doing? He move he sways him side to side and then literally just slams him into three rows. After seeing that, who in that room would say, you know what, preacher, pray for me next? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody said people will walk out. Nobody would say, I, I want some of that. Give me some of that oil. <laughs> Give me some of that anointing right there. <laughs> Mac Mac says, How you gonna get a ruptured disc from an altar call? Exactly. <laughs> Terry asks, he, he said, Terry says he did it because he wore the white slippers in <laughs> church. Yes. He definitely came in in these white slides and said, you know what? You should have had on some hard bottoms tonight. I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. WWE all the way. All right. So I got um one more. Th- I got two more things I want to do. Um, one is in between your rant. So um, I just want to give the neighbors fair one. This, this next this next discussion is slightly adult. It's not bad. It's slightly adult. So okay. you know you can uh, as as they say in church, you can govern yourself accordingly. Uh, if you got a younger neighbor in in the room with you, this is slightly adult. Not this is not bad. The next one. It may be considered pretty bad. The, the last one, the after the after credit one, just so you know, I'm giving y'all a fair one. We got some, and you might consider it bad. Um, but you consider everything bad, every little mild thing. You're like, oh no, brother, you don't be pu- okay. I'm not gonna have this conversation today. You, so, you'll be doing more than mild things, but okay, it's mild. It's mild. Okay, so but, um, I came across this interesting article. Um, Candace Cameron Beret, um, uh, y'all know right. for Full House, Full House. So I, 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 that's why I had to screenshot it because I couldn't believe it. Candace Kimberay said, marital sex shouldn't get such a bad rap. It's a gift from God. Right. So I said, ma'am, who's giving married sex a bad rap? I don't understand. I, I'm confused. Yeah, exactly. I didn't, I, don't, I didn't know anybody without any streets giving married sex a bad, a bad rap. rap. Who, who Maybe she's saying there's, it's, it, it, it's not as zesty. As it once was, you know, during your single life, you know what I'm saying? Premarital sex, you know, not maybe the. You mean the people who are married are bad mouthing and saying the spice is going? You mean yeah, that? maybe that's what they say. I, I don't, I don't yeah, I understand. Saw that and I, like, 
I want to know what's going on in her her world, first of all. That, like, this is one of those things where you say something and you just kind of telling yourself. Like this. In the article, yeah. It, well, in the article, she says, I'm not trying to, and this is a quote, I'm not talking about my sex life, she explained, but I think it's important to share what a healthy sex life within a marriage can be just saying, just in saying like that, that's important. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure who's out here bad mouthing marry sex. I don't, I don't know. No, Donna Abdul is hilarious. Donna says she's always trying her hardest to be an oppressed Christian. She really is. She really is. Her and her brother, uh, uh, Cam, Cam, Kirk. what's his name? Kirk, Kirk Cameron. Cam, Kirk Cameron. Mm -hmm. Yo, both of them, I don't know what cult they were part of or what religious sect they are a part of, but God bless them both, bro. I, they got a lot going on in their lives in general. Hey, here's my thing. If you old boy's husband is like, hey, could you have run this by me before you hit this? Because now you got me out here looking crazy. Hey, well, she says, and she also says in the article, I'm a happier person and my husband's a happier person when we've had sex. Amen. I think that's yeah. a rule. That's that's how it should that, be. I, I think that's how things work. She's out uh, here just... At some point, like I'm not sure where she was going with this, but at another point, it's like she's out here saying words. She's just out here saying words. I'm not going to disagree with her. Yes, life is better, you know, post the joining of, of marital bliss. You know what I'm saying? Uh, getting to know uh, your partner biblically. You know what I'm saying? But otherwise, I don't understand her point. But God bless yeah. I saw this and I felt like that old uh, Richard Sherman video with Aaron Andrews. Who's talking about you, Richard? <laughs> Who's talking about you? Yeah. yeah. Like, Why are you so mad? Why are you angry? Yes. <laughs> like, just relax. Oh. Who hurt you? Who? Uh, hey, I hope I hope it all works out. <laughs> that is a good point. Um, this picture is really not helping them because it's making them look kind of wild. But you know. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm. Based on with this type of stuff they put out in these streets, I think they're they're both happy because remember that picture of him putting his oh, hand on her chest and cupping the breast. They, you know, they were happy about it. Good for them. Have have all married people have all the married sex you want. I'm not sure where the struggle is coming from. <laughs> I'm not sure why it's under fire. Who, who's who bad mouthing it? Who's who giving it a bad rap? Who these people are? But that's the that's the message we want to, you to take away from tonight's episode <laughs> married people have all the married sex you hey, man for all the married sex you want that's what yeah. we're trying to encourage so i do have one more thing i after the rant i do have well after we do the in credits i do have one more video um again this is it's a little yeah. out there but go ahead. You, gotta, be, you have I, so, people. I don't have a rant this week i have a reminder so it is october Okay, we are switching into the fall and winter months, which means we are switching into fall and winter wardrobes. So as you are reaching back into your wardrobes, especially some of them like thick wool Sunday outfits that some of y'all pulling out, I'm encouraging you to do this. Some of y'all may not have taken them suckers by the cleaners. Before you put them away for the season last time, I'm encouraging just take a good whiff of that whole thing before you just start wearing it out there again. Because some of y'all sit down air in some of these old ensembles before you had washed them, 
we can tell you hadn't washed them. So I would encourage you to just take the time, take the finances, get your junk dry clean or get it washed before you put it back into rotation if you know you didn't take care of that beforehand. Amen? Amen. Just come back to the fall and winter seasons renewed and refreshed in terms of your clothing options. Please, And there you should never walk out the house smelling like mothballs. I'm just saying. Mothballs and funk, that's terrible. So I'm just encouraging y'all just to make sure you're doing things appropriately. That's all I got to say. Okay. That's all I got to say on the day. Just, just an encouragement. Just encouraging words. That's the that's the mood I'm trying to move into in 2022. Encouraging words. Encouraging words. Don't okay. bring out funky outfits for fall and for winter 2022. Actually, let me touch upon this just real quick. Okay. I'm gonna touch upon it a few more times. So we are coming to a momentous occasion, and really all of Blackdom as a whole. And all of Marveldom as a whole. Um, uh, I don't Black know Panther. how to call it. Black Panther 2 is coming out. That's what, that's what it's called. I thought it was like Wakanda Forever. So. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay, yes. So, it has been called upon that we as people are supposed to show up to the premiere in all white. Okay. <laughs> There, we can play the TikTok. I have it for you. I, I saw I saw the guy. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, yes. The elders have come together and has have called for an all-white. This random dude on TikTok came together. No, hey, 86,000 views. I feel it's official. It's official. Okay. It's official. Um, I need y'all to get your outfits together. Don't come in cream. Don't come in off-white. Make sure your junk is white. Because we are going to send our brother Chadwick, Bo- Chadwick Boseman home in the best way possible. Amen. Amen. And I'm also encouraging this. Bring whatever meal you feel necessary <laughs> to that particular. <laughs> I'm telling I'm talking. I'm talking. <sighs> Bring whatever meal you feel necessary to this particular movie. Because you're not going to be able to leave for the repast. I did some investigations. That movie is two hours and 45 minutes long. So you're going to need a meal. Because like that that popcorn ain't going to do it. You know what I'm saying? So whatever you got to do, it's going to be winter time. Bust out the bubble coat. Whatever you got to do, put it in put it in the big pocketbook. Get you some fall. Get you some Ziplocs. I would ask us to... Re- refrain from uh fish plates because that permeates everything in the in the room but maybe coordinate with someone else you're gonna go with you'll bring them somebody's gonna bring the like the the protein somebody will bring the bread somebody will bring desserts just something to think about i would encourage us to patronize um give yeah patronage to the uh the actual theaters and buy your drinks there. At least do that. Buy your drinks there. Okay. Get you a nice cherry coke, whatever you're going to high sea orange or something. But everything else, bring it in. Amen. And if you have a little hen that you bring in or a little crown, uh pour one out for the homie. Okay. Amen. 
rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. So you got you got black people wearing all white in a dark movie theater, bringing all kinds of special food outside of the regular popcorn and other. Yeah, nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, people gonna hey, walk out staying free. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. We're uh, we're honoring Brother Bozeman. Okay, and so we're gonna do it in the right way. Does anybody know what Chadwick's favorite meal was? Because maybe we can work that into the menu for what we bring to the. <laughs> To the repast that day. <laughs> hey, hey, I would ask this. In honor of Brother Chadwick, we don't break the food out until after the funeral scene. Amen. Oh, good Lord. Lord. You don't even know when the funeral scene is in this movie. Hey, it can't be that. You assume it's in the beginning. It can't, yeah, it can't be that late. And so wait until the actual homegoing has happened on screen before you break out your food. Amen. Amen. That's all I had, bro. I'm done. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was that was something. <laughs> all right, we gonna so we gonna if uh, we gonna do our normal ending and then I have a video after the ending. And so in <laughs> case in case y'all, I'm just giving nervous. I'm just giving warning in case. Do I need so, to hang up? No, no, you should okay. be all right. So in case in case some of the some of the, if you read the rundown, you will know whether you not you oh, hang up. Jesus, I need. I'm just saying. Um, so, uh, we do this show every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Facebook and YouTube. Um, thank everybody who came and hung out with us live. Really appreciate it. If you can't hang with us live, you can always check us out on demand. You go to turntoyourneighbor.com uh, for links to our Facebook, YouTube, uh, podcast, businessbully.tv. Lots of different ways to watch the show. We appreciate all of you. Shout out to our, our Facebook uh, family, YouTube family. Shout out yeah. to all on-demand listeners. Appreciate y'all, the podcast listeners. Yeah, Stay strong, y'all. Um, yeah, so we uh, appreciate all y'all hanging with us on tonight. On tonight. Until next time, y'all. Take care and be blessed. Peace.